And joining us now, Vice President of the NCGA, Harold Woolley is with us at Farm Progress Show. Harold, great to catch up with you, sir. How are you? Very well. First time to uh, Farm Progress Show, Jesse. Uh, I've been enjoying it here uh, yesterday and today. Uh, beautiful weather and uh, a lot of farmers in attendance. Everybody's looking at the bright, shiny new equipment. Yeah, everyone look at the bright, shiny new equipment. And I'm sure a lot of conversations being had. There's no shortage of topics for us to talk about, especially when it comes to corn and it comes to the NCGA. I think first, uh, you know, top of mind, we just we look at this growing season. We look at some of the different challenges we've faced and then think about some of the different issues going on in D.C. when it comes to regulation. Atrazine, I know, is a big thing with corn farmers right now. Cost of inputs, et cetera, fertilizer. I mean, you name it. There's there's a lot that's kind of an issue right now what are your thoughts on that what are you hearing from fellow growers here during the farm progress show about some of those issues well you're absolutely right uh you know we need the tools in our toolbox atrazine's one of those that's uh, coming under fire right now you know ncga instituted a national call to action uh to respond to epa's request for uh, comments on their change up in atrazine regulation so uh, i encourage all corn farmers to to go to ncga's uh, website and get their comments made to uh, epa we need to let them know how important atrazine is to our production system what about the cost of inputs? I know that's got a lot of growers nervous, especially fertilizer, thinking about all the issues we're seeing globally with fertilizer production, prices, etc. What are you hearing as you walk around the grounds here this week uh, on that respect? I've heard plenty of talk about fertilizer. It's a true-pronged problem, price and then supply. You know, I think our, uh, our suppliers, our co-ops are reluctant to, to, to price product that they don't have in hand. They don't know what it's going to cost them to to replace the product that they have on hand now. That could be a real problem for us going forward. Uh, I know my son did some cash flow projections for the 23 crop and he uh, notified me uh, most expensive fertilizer we've ever had on the farm on a per acre basis. So a lot to look at there, and I know a lot of tough decisions are going to be made here in the next couple of months. Let's turn our attention to biofuels. Uh, we've seen, obviously, this year with everything with inflation, we saw fuel prices shoot up, diesel prices shoot up. You think about the diesel use on the farm, you got to have fuel to produce a crop and work the farm. We've seen prices come back down a bit, but just looking at ethanol and, and the all the work surrounding what is going on with ethanol and the industry. I know we've had these issues with California come up the last couple of weeks and their move to, you know, basically electric vehicles by 2035 is, is a lot of it. There's, there's a lot surrounding the biofuel situation as well. Catch us up on some of the latest. What's some of the things that NCGA is really looking at? Well, you know, the first thing was year-round E15 sales. We had those in place, and then the, the courts took it away from us. And fortunately, President Biden uh, is now under executive order allowing summertime use of E15. Um, we need to fix this legislatively. I don't see uh, the current system as being a long-term fix for for that. Uh, our retailers need to be able to market E15 all year round. Our consumers have enjoyed significant savings throughout the summer when they fill up with unleaded 88, or if they're fortunate enough to have a flex fuel vehicle when they can fill up with uh, 
E85. Uh, tremendous savings there for our consumers uh, with a high quality, um, good for the environment fuel. So that's that's first thing we need to get fixed. Our uh, NCGA's number one priority, though, is getting the Next Generation Fuels Act passed. Senators Klobuchar from Minnesota and Grassley introduced that legislation in the Senate. It had previously been introduced in the House, so now we have the two companion bills. Uh, we're working hard to get more co-sponsors in both houses. We need our, uh, our farmers uh, to tell their representatives and senators this is a good bill this is something that the biofuels industry needs it's something that rural america needs it's something that's going to be good for consumers if we can get this passed we will solve the year-round e15 problem we will allow manu engine manufacturers to build the small displacement high compression turbocharged engines that can use the high octane that is in higher level blends we need to have this. Uh, we're rapidly going carbon neutral in our ethanol production system. We can be a part of the system to decarbonize our transportation system. Fantastic stuff, Harold. Uh, before I let you go, any other final thoughts, anything else you could think of that you've been hearing about from growers here during Farm Progress Show or just anything in general going on with NCGA right now? Well, you know, we've had some politicians show up here at Farm Progress and they've been talking quite obviously about the uh, next farm bill, the 23 farm bill. Uh, a lot of issues that we could talk about there. We need to protect crop insurance. We need to promote trade and we need to have an effective safety net. So those are, are the three items that, that NCGA is advocating for in the Farm Bill. And a lot of discussions that we're going to keep having on that the next couple of months ahead into 2023. With that, Harold, I appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us here at Farm Progress Show, and we'll uh, look forward to talking again soon. Thanks, Jesse.